0: welcome to the official podcast of the 29th annual first conference being held june 11th through 16th in san juan puerto rico
1: for more information visit www.first.org and now we join our interview in progress on the show. Martin and I will be talking to Chad Tilbury from the Sands Institute and Technical Advisor for CrowdStrike. Welcome to the show, Chad. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, thanks. Good. At the upcoming first conference in Puerto Rico, you're going to be talking a little bit about Windows credential attacks and mitigations against those kinds of attacks. Can you give us kind of a, a boilerplate or a elevator pitch on, on what you're going to be covering in that presentation?
2: Yeah, sure. This is something that's been
1: kind of uh, of interest to me for, for quite a while now,
2: and, and largely because... Yeah, I would say that Windows credentials are probably the single largest vulnerability facing the modern enterprise. Uh, just the, the sheer complexity of, of Windows authentication system, uh, I think, has left pretty much the vast majority of us in the security world is, is kind of having like this incomplete understanding of just how bad things are. And so I'm excited actually to, to be coming to first, to be doing a workshop, uh, basically to, to try to level the playing field a bit. You know, I'll give you an example. You know, I'd say over the, the past couple of years, you know, I've interviewed probably you know 100 plus top level candidates for for our team at CrowdStrike, and I would say almost none had really what I would consider to be like a strong understanding of, of kind of the vulnerabilities currently present in, in the in the Windows world, as well as the mitigations. And I think that there's Microsoft has really stepped up recently to provide some uh, some very interesting mitigations to the, to the piece. And so I'm hoping to, to also cover those and, you know, and as well as a little bit of detection.
0: So you're not really looking at something like SMB or a protocol compromise that would lead to the disclosure of Windows credentials. You're looking at the weaknesses of the credentials themselves.
2: Yeah, exactly. So what I'm hoping to, to cover in the workshop is is really something along the lines of, of first, you know, how are, how these credentials, well, first of all, what are the credentials? And, and there's an, an amazing number of them from hashes to tokens to cash credentials to LSA secrets, you know, and on and on and on to all the, the different Kerberos and tickets, you know, ticket type of tax, but cover what the credentials are, how attackers are getting access to them, um, and then how we can kind of mitigate that and, and, and detect some of that. So, so not so much Kind of on the, on the network side, more on, on the kind of the, the host based side. The bottom line is that credential attacks are, are a an necessary and early part of, of every attack. Yeah. You know, I can't even imagine a successful compromise without some sort of credential theft. And so how do we use that as a funnel point? You know, knowing that the attackers are going to have to go to that point at some point of their attack, how do we use that to hopefully prevent them, but also, you know, create an early detection mechanism?
0: Well, this is really timely given some of the of the research that's been done by like Porish Waterhouse Cooper on the attacks on managed services provider out there. So this is something from multiple levels that people, I think, should really be interested in.
2: Yeah, you know, this isn't a a new issue, right? I mean, this is something that shouldn't take people by surprise. Like many security issues in Windows, this has been around forever. You know, the initial poor credential implementation, you know, years ago, coupled with, you know, this kind of, you know, need for backwards compatibility in the, in the Microsoft kind of ecosystem, you know, really creates this, you know, kind of perfect storm of just inability to, to truly secure the enterprise. And I think credentials are
1: kind of the, the core of that. Well, certainly uh, attacks like um, past the hash have been the staple of, of red teams for what, 10 years now? It, it's been a, an ongoing battle with with companies to try and migrate away from, from using those older technologies and going to uh, more modern environments. And I can understand where Microsoft have had difficulties in fixing some of these issues, because as you said, backwards compatibility has always been one of the stumbling blocks of Microsoft, is that they still need to support credentialing and authentication for Windows 2000 and Windows XP systems even though you're looking at using Windows 2012 and beyond
2: yeah you know exactly and, you know it's funny you brought up the the kind of pass the hash and the the kind of the the attack Kind of perspective of that. One of the things I was I've just been really surprised at is that you know I expected the blue team to to have some difficulty kind of wrapping their head around you know just because this is such a it's a niche but it is just so complex uh, when when you you kind of start you know digging under the surface. But I was really surprised that the red teamers really seem to have an incomplete view of this. You know you mentioned past the hash as an example. Amazingly, that still works in, in an enormous number of environments. Um, that's going to start changing, though. Some of these, uh, you know, Microsoft has really implemented some interesting mitigations. And I'm not sure that people like the pen testing teams out there quite recognize the fact that many of their favorite techniques are about to hopefully uh, start to become ineffective.
0: Only if patching actually starts happening on a reasonable level.
2: Patching and upgrading, you know, we've got to get to, you know, Windows 8 was was the big turning point. You know, I think that, I think Microsoft largely—I don't know who knows—it's such a large organization—but largely seemed to ignore a lot of these issues. You know, all the way up through Windows Seven, Windows Eight was when I think the sleeping giant finally awoke. You know, I think that almost certainly familiar with Mimi Cats, right? The, the kind of infamous credential dumping tool that was released, you know, about five years ago, and I think that was finally the wake-up call. You know, that that along with just you know a, a terrifying number of Kerberos attacks that have, uh, that just keep coming finally woke microsoft up to this this idea that all right you know we need to do something we need to do something big and i think uh, windows 8 was you know tons of new mitigations throw up and then that continued within windows 10 so if we could just get organizations to to upgrade their environments that's a huge kind of increase in in security
1: well certainly tools like you mentioned such as Mimi Cats, the ability to to mint golden tickets that seemingly never expired, at least on, on some versions of, of Windows, was really the keys to the kingdom for a lot of people who are doing red team and, and obviously attackers were utilizing that as well, to, to gain credentials or gain tickets to to access to multiple systems across the network. What have what have Microsoft really done to kind of restructure their authentication that's fixing the issue? Are they just moving forward to newer versions of the protocols? Are they just putting additional checks in place, additional balances, or is this a complete redesign and, and we need to re- completely upgrade our knowledge on how these authentication protocols work?
2: Well, I'd say right now, I think Microsoft is largely focused on trying to reduce the attack surface of, of attackers able to retrieve those credentials. Um, and so, you know, I mentioned golden ticket attack, for instance, there's no current mitigations for that other than you know the number one is just not allowing attackers to have domain admin rights and access your domain control. If you could just prevent that one thing, well, golden tickets are no longer an issue.
1: Yeah. So, but so, if you can prevent that one thing, then then you, <laughs> you, you're doing a lot better than most people. Exactly. And so a lot of,
2: I think the, the recent mitigation has been things like certainly the, the plain text kind of passwords that Mimi Katz was able to pull out of memory. Um, those are, are all off by default now. Once you get to, well, once you either patch Windows 7 or get up to the Windows 8 plus world, uh, they've put some really good restriction in on local admin account use, which has perennially been that past the hash kind of favorite for, for attackers. Uh, they've done things like create things like restricted admin in Windows 8 and that gets upgraded to something called uh, remote credential guard in Windows 10, which essentially allows admins to do their jobs, admin the environment while not making their credentials available on those remote systems, which is such a common kind of attack technique to sit and wait on a file share or server for a higher level admin to log in, steal their token, steal their hash, steal their ticket, and then use that to further compromise the environment. So if we can just literally prevent, you know, these admins from spraying their credentials all over, um, that's, a, that's a giant upgrade. And so things like, you know, remote credential guard, credential guard itself, once we get to the Windows 10 world, basically breaks every current uh, credential dumping tool in existence. So now you can't just drop on a system, immediately dump tickets or or hashes uh, off of that box and then, you know, leverage those to eventually get to that domain controller. So I think in general, a lot of the, you know, we're not seeing massive changes to Kerberos, for instance. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of these attacks against Kerberos are going to continue. But where Microsoft's been focusing is is trying to, you reduce the attack surface of where those crinches are and how easy it is currently for attackers to get them.
0: So other than upgrading and, and patching, can you give us an example of one instruction that you'll, the, your listeners, your your attendees will walk away with as something that they can do as a concrete step going forward?
1: <laughs> well, you tied my hand a little bit with no patching and no upgrading, right? But um <laughs> Just imagine you're speaking to someone who's in the banking world.
2: Right. They're, still, uh, they're still trying to get rid of XP in 2003 systems, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, other than kind of patching and, and upgrading, which which we all know is beneficial, I mean, there's certainly there, there's certainly big things we can do. And I, I think one of the things that Microsoft has been pushing recently, which which makes just an incredible amount of sense, is just reducing the number of, of admin users in general. They've, they've got this... Um, kind of tiered admin model, and we're almost moving into a kind of protected enclaves, which I think pretty much we're going to have to get to, uh, which is an idea of um, almost like security classifications, you know, where literally your domain admins should not be logging into every machine in the environment. That's just leaving their credentials everywhere they've been, essentially. So, you know, making a tiered model where domain admins only access domain controllers, and you have another level of server admins, you have another level of workstation admin, and they're very segmented they're very controlled via group policy, which everybody has and, and has uh, the capabilities to implement now. Uh, and just really, really trying to reduce where those credentials are. And you can do that without patching or upgrading. That, that alone I think is gonna, is gonna save a lot of organizations from, from massive compromise, if they can get there. But as you know, the, the complexities always uh, always get involved and make things more difficult. I
1: do I do like the work that Microsoft have done over the last, I think it's two years now, since they released the uh, LAPS tool for uh, automatically changing local administrator passwords across desktops that are members of a domain. So I know they had some false starts with using um, Active Directory for pushing out passwords, which... Turned out to be a bad decision due to the encryption that they used for that. But the new tool LAPS is is also very interesting and something that should work on on older Active Directory domains as well.
2: Absolutely. I mean, LAPS is a great a great example of of reducing that you know that critical kind of vulnerability that so many organizations have with that kind of shared admin password across. I mean, basically that's the core of a given attack. Find a a, a beachhead in one system, dump credentials. Very commonly, you'll find a credential that works across the entire workstation component or segment, and then just laterally move, dumping credentials everywhere you go until you get lucky enough to find that one system that domain admin happened to, you know, leave an RDP session, you know, kind of, you know, unterminated. Uh, the other one that's similar to that is, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, group managed service accounts. You know, service accounts are such a giant vulnerability in 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 the Windows ecosystem. They're, you know, usually have high level privileges many times haven't been changed for years because people are afraid what they'll break. Um, And they're all over the place. Um, But like group managed service accounts, again, interacts with active directory and allows you to automatically change service account passwords, as well as you provide very complex passwords that breaks things like the new Kerber roasting attack and things like that. And that's, again, not something you necessarily need to patch. I think once you get to server 2012, that's available and, and, in, for any enterprise to start using.
0: Kerber roasting, that's, that's really the name of an attack? I hadn't heard that one before.
2: <laughs> it's a good one, actually. It uh, was, was popularized by a, a gentleman named Tim Medine a couple of years ago at DerbyCon, I think. And yeah, it's, it's an incredibly insidious attack. It, it essentially allows you to request, uh, it, it, it relies upon the Kerberos basics, which is you can request a service ticket for any computer service in the environment. Now, amazingly enough, those tickets are encrypted with the NT hash of that service. You can just take them offline, crack them, and now you've got a, a credential. It's not something that's necessarily going to be patched. The only mitigation around it is you better have really complex passwords that, that prevent that cracking capability. And so, what people are using is these, you know, finding these very highly privileged services, requesting a service ticket from them taking them offline and essentially cracking them, which is a very easy way to get up the domain admin in an environment.
1: So for people attending the conference and, and that have an interest in attending your, your presentation and your workshop, um, who should be attending? Is this mostly aimed at blue teams on protecting things or aimed towards red teams, the kind of things they can exploit? Who's the talk being aimed at?
2: You know, so I would say blue teams is, is probably my target audience. I mean, that's my background. That's that's kind of my passion. You know, I you know, I'm a I'm an instant responder, you know, kind of <laughs> to the core. But at the same point, I think that in general, you know, red teams are, are going to need to up their game here. I think they, they should definitely attend talks like this, largely because they're gonna need to understand these mitigations, uh, and once they're in place, how they're gonna get around those. And you know, red teams in particular are going to be the ones at testing the implementations of this and making sure that it is in fact kind of doing what uh, what the blue teams believe uh, that it should be doing, uh, as well as just security professionals in general. I mean, we need a better understanding of of the underlying vulnerabilities. You know, we're we're putting all these technologies and all these things in place to try to protect the environment, but if if you don't focus on the basics, and I I don't know how more basic it gets than credentials. Then it seems relatively pointless.
0: So this is Martin. We've been talking with Chad Tilbury, and your workshop is actually on June twelfth at eleven fifteen to twelve forty-five in the afternoon.
2: That's correct. This will be my first uh, my first first conference, so I'm uh, very excited
1: to
0: to be attending this year. Look forward to meeting you, Chad, and thank you for taking some time out of your
1: day. Yeah, thanks, gentlemen. You've been listening to the official podcast for the 29th Annual FIRST Conference being held June 11th to the 16th in San Juan, Puerto Rico.
0: For more information, go to www.first.org and thank you very much for listening.